Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, money, women, and being a fucking man without making any apologies for it. I'm your host, John Anthony. And I'm Mark Singh. And today we're going to be talking about why a lack of masculinity is the root cause of all your problems. So I actually wrote an article a long time ago on my blog about this, and it was one of the most popular articles that I ever wrote got tons of comments and uh, tons of emails about it. So Mark and I just thought we'd kind of talk about uh, why there's so many problems nowadays in uh, in the world in general, but uh, for most of the listeners and for myself and Mark, uh, especially in America. Uh, you know, there's the soy boy epidemic. Like there's so many guys that just get offended at the stupidest shit that are just pussies, that are cowards, that, that are afraid to speak what they think and, and be who they want to be. And uh, we kind of wanted to talk about why a lot of this is related to low testosterone levels and why ultimately most of your problems as a man can be traced back to a lack of masculinity. Yeah, absolutely. And I've never I've never heard soy boy before. What does that mean? A guy, <laughs> a guy who eats lots of soy and thus has a high femininity count? Yeah, it's uh, it's this meme that's been spreading the past week. I'm I'm pretty uh, or the past month. I'm pretty. I got my pulse on the internet memes, but uh, soy boy is like uh, you've heard that thing about how soy lowers your testosterone, Mark? Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. Yeah, raises your so estrogen. it's just soy boy is just just a giant fucking uh, you know the the pink pussy hat wearing little bitch with his soy latte in his MacBook and like his fucking uh, you know, ten nanograms per deciliter testosterone levels. It's just uh, <laughs> kind of like a catch all for. <laughs> For like the the fucking pussies, basically. And it's like you look at his skinny little legs and his tight jeans, and you're like, bro, will you please do some squats and some deadlifts? Like, God, it's killing me over here, man. Yeah, dude, he's suffocating his balls. <laughs> fucking uh, side side note, funny side note, guys. If you're trying to raise your test, uh, one thing you can actually do is literally just wear like looser pants and looser like looser lower clothing. Mm. Uh, studies have shown that. Basically, testosterone's been declining the past uh, the past several generations, especially. So, uh, and and one of the reasons why is because like a lot of men have these underwear marketed to them nowadays that are like really tight, hmm. and it didn't used to be that way. Like guys would wear you know like boxers or like shorts, and there's a lot of reasons. But um, one crazy stat mark that I that I I've been uh, kind of obsessed with lately is uh is the average. So researchers have tracked testosterone levels just over the past three generations, and uh, this is so crazy. And the average 68-year-old man during World War II had higher testosterone levels than the average 18-year-old man now. Damn. Like literally literally think about that for a second. Like your grandpa ha- has higher test levels than the average man does now. Like that is uh that is fucking crazy and that's I think in large part why we're seeing so much of this craziness nowadays where it's just like there's so much uh you know so many men that are like against masculinity that are afraid of competition that like mm-hmm. don't want to they want to live in this fucking like you know everyone gets a trophy type mm-hmm. world and like they're just like pussies you know i saw it when i was in college and it's uh it's getting worse in a lot of ways but i think in a lot of ways it's getting better so so is that why you think that uh back in world war ii they had higher testosterone simply because society is repressing it and if that's the case then is testosterone somewhat mental? Is it a mental oh, thing? Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck it yeah, is. dude. Okay. We were talking about Dan Pena earlier. Mm. And uh, for anyone who doesn't know, he's, he's a pretty cool guy. Uh, he's this, you know, 80-year-old, like, fucking badass old dude who's still kicking. And uh, he said his, his test levels were uh, 1,800. Which what? for anyone who doesn't know, yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, the uh, – so basically, I could talk for hours about this. But there's this giant conspiracy, I think, in the medical world where, uh, you know, a long time ago – it used to be that a normal testosterone level was something like 800 or 900 nanograms per deciliter. Right. But as they saw this massive decline, uh, what started happening is they, they said, holy shit, like, what, you know, there's something wrong, right? But, uh, of course, you know, a bunch of bureaucrats, rather than actually addressing the problem, all they did is they just increased the normal, quote-unquote, normal range of testosterone. So now the normal range of testosterone is 190 nanograms per deciliter all the way up to 900 Mm. Uh, which if you think about it, there's no other range like that in medicine like I mean if you look at uh, you know like cholesterol or like blood pressure that's like saying that the normal range for blood pressure is like 80 to like fucking uh, you know a- uh, 100 over 80 to like 700 over 500 like that's that's ridiculous but for some reason with testosterone 
it's accepted and it's causing a fuck ton of problems. And I think uh, kind of like you said, Mark, a lot of it is mental. Like when you're when you're taught your whole life that you can't, you know, I mean, like boys nowadays can't even play with fucking toy swords or like, you know, just they can't mm. roughhouse like they're forced to basically be girls. And that's in large part why there's such a crisis of masculinity nowadays. And, you know, these boys grow up. And their whole life they've been taught, you know, oh, everyone's a winner and, and you know, and to some extent, like I get there's value in like not putting people down, obviously, no shit. But, you know, you have to also acknowledge that the world is competition. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of guys are getting out into the real world and they're not prepared for it. Yeah, we there was an interesting video by, what was it, PragerU that we watched the other day and that got yeah. us both like so fired up. And what <laughs> they were saying, and I thought it was a really good point, is that um, masculinity is often linked to crimes and violence and, and like rape and stuff like that. So there's a big movement going on right now that's trying to repress masculinity and make boys more like women. But what happens there is there's a disconnect because masculinity is also – the hero. Masculinity is also the leader. Masculinity is also what's responsible for capitalism. It's the go-getter. It's the person who wants to make money and and achieve things and, and you know go after their goals. So when you repress a fundamental thing like masculinity in society, there's going to be more problems than what it's trying to solve. And I mean the mass pussification of the American male, that's what I call it, the mass pussification like of the American male. And it, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, just how big of pussies some guys are. And it's no wonder, like your your book, John, Seven Strategies to Develop Your Masculinity. The premise, of course, is to develop your masculinity to become more attractive to women. Why does it work so well? Is because there's an epidemic of guys who are fucking girls. So when a real man comes along who's alpha, who has all these masculine traits and who actually has a testosterone level that's 800 or above, I mean, women are irresistibly drawn to him because women are invariably attracted to masculinity. Absolutely. I mean, like, you know, for for anyone who's having trouble kind of wrapping their head around that, imagine like you live on a planet where like there's only fatties that are above like oh, like 175 Please don't put pounds. me on that planet. Please, and, God. And, yeah, I know. It sounds like hell on earth. Ugh. And, uh, <laughs> you know, imagine like one girl comes up who just looks like fucking like Megan Fox. She's just stunning, like gorgeous. That's like what developing your masculinity does. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I remember, um, especially on college campuses, it's really bad. Like I just remember I dropped out obviously and I'm self-employed now, but back when I was in college, I remember like I'd, I'd always want to like discuss these really important issues, you know, especially in like history classes, philosophy classes and classes that dealt on culture and religion. And I'd bring up these really important topics and I didn't even think it was a big deal. I was just, you know, saying, hey, you know, that's an interesting perspective. But what about this? Mm. And you could see like many of the guys in the classes where they'd like wince or they'd like they were like like, uh, you know, they they got sheepish at the idea of literally just disagreeing with someone. Um, you know, and I think that that's in part like that. Uh, so on on uh, what you said about repressing masculinity, Mark, mm. uh, I think that's fucking dangerous because like when like you can only force men to stop being men for so long before it explodes. Right. And um, in a lot of ways, I think that that's honestly one of the reasons why uh, our political climate is the way that it is. Like the reason why Donald Trump, I think, got elected one of the many reasons, obviously there's a ton of fucking reasons, but one of the reasons I think is that like there's a large portion of the population that has just been like, okay, like there's all these things that like everyone's just giving this constructed, uh, like bullshitted response, but Donald Trump just gets up and he's like, hey, it's like fucking, this is what I think, fuck you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like that, that kind of attitude is refreshing in a world where everyone's afraid to speak their mind and you have to walk on eggshells and you can't say anything that might offend anyone, you know, and it's just like, dude, like grow the fuck up. Like there, there's going to be conflict. There's going to be, you know, parts of a reality you don't like, but so what? Like it's, I mean, so what, you know, and, um, to kind of touch upon like the, the core of this podcast, which is that, uh, having a lack of masculinity is bad for you and it causes most of your problems. I mean, if we divide your problems up into health, wealth, love, and happiness, basically. Uh, so first off, health. I mean, low testosterone, which is is kind of you know basically the same thing as, as low masculinity, has been linked to all sorts of fucking just, just terrible health ailments. I mean, depression, and you know, uh, high high risks of bone fractures, 
you know, low muscle mass, low energy, low libido, you can't sleep as well, you put on fat easier, all these fucking problems. And, um, you know, if you look at it, it, all of them just stem from a lack of masculinity. I mean, your, your health, your wealth, you know, if you're too uh, cowardly and sheepish and afraid to ask for a promotion or to leave your job or to start a business and, and follow your dreams and take risks and, and you know, achieve your goals, uh, if you don't have masculinity, you'll never do those things. You know, if you don't have masculinity, you won't get the women that you want. You won't get the job you want. You won't get anything you fucking want. And that's fundamentally why I think a lack of masculinity is the root cause of all your problems. Mm, I agree 100%. And I can speak from <clears throat> I can speak from personal experience. Um, I've mentioned it several times on this podcast, but about a year and a half ago, I was 25 pounds overweight and I started working with an, uh, an NLP coach and he really worked with me on my masculinity when I thought I was extremely masculine because I was pulling girls and I probably had a higher testosterone level than than most people do, but we really jacked it up and, and there were certain methods we did, one of which was to get in shape. And I think the more body fat you have, the more estrogen you have, and then estrogen and testosterone are, you know, they push each other up and down. So if you have a lot of estrogen, your testosterone goes down. So losing losing a lot of your body fat um, will skyrocket your testosterone. And a couple couple points that I learned, John is obviously far more versed than I am on this topic, but a couple things that he, he pointed out for me to do is when you have low testosterone, you're really agreeable. And being agreeable is like being a yes man, like, oh yes, yes. You don't want to have conflict, kind of like what John was saying. Like if there's somebody who speaks up in class, you're going to not want to have conflict with him because that's a, a pussy thing to do. It's a low testosterone thing to do. But when you have high testosterone, and you'll see this with people like Dan Pena, which is what, what John <laughs> mentioned, you're disagreeable. Now, what is disagreeable? Well, in my case, I, I was very agreeable and I didn't, I didn't realize it, but it's like I didn't want confrontation with people. I didn't want that, that feeling of like tension, like, oh, this might go bad. But now that my testosterone is way higher, like I literally don't care. And if I don't like something, I will go tell somebody. Like the other day I was working out in the gym and the place was just – it was just dirty. There were like dust bunnies in the corners and it was just dirty. So I, I, I went to the GM and I'm like, hey, bro, like just to let you know, this place is a dump, bro. Like come on, get, get your shit together. Now you don't have to be an asshole. But when you speak your mind and that's a practice you can do – speak your mind be if you disagree with somebody disagree with them let them know particularly a woman now with women you don't want to have negative energy in it that's a very big thing but you can disagree and that's a very masculine thing to do to say hey you know what i don't agree with you it's cool you have your opinion but just to let you know this is how i think so that's one thing you can do be a little bit more disagreeable but do it in a respectful way another thing you can do um my mentor said to me hey man do you do your own taxes? And I said, fuck no, dude. I hate doing my taxes. It's hell. He's like, if you want to jack your testosterone, do your taxes. Do things you don't want to do. Go into things that you hate doing. And and mathematics and like doing numbers and, and crunching numbers and doing, doing um, your taxes is one really good way to jack your testosterone, but also just making yourself sit down to do something you don't want to do. So the guy with a low testosterone will probably be the dude that's sitting on the couch watching Amazon Prime or the guy who's, you know, eating Cheetos, whereas the guy who has a high testosterone, he's going to do all those things he doesn't want to do. And consequently, many millionaires out there probably have high testosterone because they're always going after stuff they don't want to do. And that, yeah. leads, that leads into the next one, which is moving into your fear. So that's another thing that my mentor has been helping me do is to look at my fears like needles. I have a, I had a gigantic fear of needles and we were working on conquering that. And every time you, you conquer it, um, your testosterone gets jacked. And what's interesting too is he said, I had to go in and give blood. And I was like, okay, dude, how do I, what method should I use? He's like, man, he's like, I want you to get so pumped. I want you to listen to hardcore music and do push-ups in the bathroom and get your testosterone levels jacked because when you have high testosterone, high testosterone cannot feel fear. High testosterone is the opposite of fear. 
imagine guys in war who are just like like fired up like let's go and they all scream and they go into the war the reason they do that is because when you get your testosterone jacked up you literally cannot feel anxiety or fear because anxiety and fear are feminine qualities so um both by moving into your fear will raise your testosterone in the same way that raising your testosterone before you move into fear will help you overcome fear. So that's one really good tactic. And another one is setting goals. It's very masculine to set goals and be ambitious and go after what you want to achieve. And I think a, a reason a lot of people don't start their own businesses and a lot of reason guys will just settle for shitty jobs is because they're afraid to fail. But when you have high testosterone, um, you actually look forward to failing because you have the philosophy that when I fail, I learn and I grow and I get better. So that's where the term fail quickly comes from. When you start a new venture, fail mm. quickly. When you get into a fight, fail quickly. So you can quickly learn, quickly overcome, and quickly punch through it. And all those are very high testosterone things. Yeah, you just made a ton of great points, dude. Um, so sorry if you guys heard typing in the background. I was actually pulling something up that uh, – so Mark, you mentioned uh, basically you know, talking about how a lot of millionaires have high testosterone. And mm. I couldn't find it. I looked around for it. But I recall reading a study – that literally said that there is a direct link between high testosterone and earning more money. Like they can they can predict based off of your testosterone levels how much on average you will earn. And I just thought that was so fucking crazy. That's you cool. Know, because I mean you hear uh, all this shit about the, the gender gap and all this different mm. stuff. And fundamentally what it comes down to is it's testosterone compels you to make different choices. That's just what it is. Hmm. Um, and so there's so many things you touched upon that I'd, I'd like to, to talk about. So uh, one was uh, uh, will. And just so basically you said that doing things you don't want to do raises your test. Mm -hmm. And I really like that because I think that in many ways – so you guys know if you follow my blog, Masculine Development, you know that I talk about you know many things from a philosophical and abstract perspective. And one way to look at these things is uh, through the lens of yin and yang. Mm -hmm. And so fundamentally – masculine energy or yang is this it's just will it, it is it is will and and friedrich nietzsche the german philosopher had a great quote he said the way of men is will the way of women is willingness hmm. and so fundamentally yeah i thought that was really fucking yeah. cool um fundamentally masculine energy is will it's the will to do something it's it's the will to achieve it's just that dominant forceful energy like think of a fucking a fucking buffalo just like charging down like doing what the fuck it wants to do think of like a fucking freight train a fucking elephant like masculine energy is just the will to do something and so by doing things that you don't want to do you're training that will you're training that willpower and uh, unfortunately, because of our instant gratification society, a lot of this is lost. You know, we, we've lost uh, a lot of those just basic things that we used to do that would build willpower. You know, like fucking you, you used to have to go and hunt for your food. I mean, that took an incredible amount of willpower. You know, now you don't even need that much willpower to get by. Um, you touched upon, let's see, you know, just so many different things. I mean, uh, let's, let's give some practical tips to raise testosterone. So in mm -hmm. addition to what Mark said, uh, one thing is lift heavy weights, do heavy compound lifts, things like squats, deadlifts, bench pressing, overhead press. Uh, that's probably the highest leverage point you have to raise your testosterone. In addition to that, you can do high-intensity interval training. If you don't know what it is, it's on my blog. You can also Google it. It's uh, periods of intense cardio exercise followed by periods of uh, m very minimum cardio exercise like walking uh, or you know a, a light, light, light jog. You can uh, eat a lot of saturated fats, eggs, don't throw out the yolks, avocados, uh, you know almonds, coconut oil, just like really healthy fats like that. Um, what else? You can uh, – Stop masturbating for sure and have more sex. Uh, sex has been linked to higher testosterone. You know, there's just so many things you can do to raise your test. And uh, it's, it's kind of funny because like this is one of the things that a lot of these like success coaches and gurus don't talk about. But it's like just getting your hormones in check and raising your testosterone levels and becoming more in touch with your masculine energy. And every guy has it. I mean the, the Greeks called it thumos. Uh, the the Chinese called it yang. Every every culture has a word for it, but just getting more in touch with that masculine, dominant, just uh, you know, uh, just just freight train buffalo fucking charging down the plains energy is gonna fix all your problems. You know, um, it's funny how uh, you know we're just talking about how women are attracted to disagreeable men, like mm. Mark said. 
and that's so fucking true, you know. Um, I mean, uh, I've I've always been uh, not afraid to speak my mind, and it's funny because like when me you're too. not afraid to speak your mind, I'm sorry. No, me too. I was just laughing because uh, I'm. Very, no, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's relatable. Um, when you're not afraid to speak your mind, uh, you know, women become so fucking attracted to you because it's like mm -hmm. all these other guys are just pussies and they'll just put up with shit. And meanwhile, you're like, you know, if she does something you don't like, you mention it, you bring it up. Uh, not in a dickish way, but you just tell her. You're not afraid to tell her. Mm -hmm. And other guys are like, oh, like, maybe I shouldn't say this. I shouldn't shouldn't do this. But like women can sense that. you know, mm -hmm. They can sense it. Yeah, the other night I was speaking to a girl and I think she said something negative. And I, I said a line from my book, Conversation Sniper. I'm like, don't you know that 9 out of 10 African children die every two minutes? You should really be more positive about your life because you have, you have everything built on a silver platter. So when you disagree with a girl um, – you can it's definitely good to disagree with the girl but again you don't want to have negative energy go into the interaction you want to kind of reprimand her in a funny way and then shift her out outlook and then so what i did mm -hmm. is i started talking about positive things but um everything you were saying john like was completely striking a chord with me and it's almost unbelievable how much you know about this clearly uh you're going to be the you know the main host on this podcast but a couple other things i wanted to mention is discipline Discipline is absolutely gigantic for boosting your testosterone. Discipline to eat the right foods, to prevent yourself from eating shitty foods like sugar, to get to the gym every day. And even if you don't want to go to the gym, when you go to the gym, your testosterone is going to be so much higher than it would have been if – I don't want to say if you willingly went, but if you make yourself go to the gym and you get in that environment where it's a high testosterone um, environment anyway, your testosterone is going to go flying through the roof. So that can be some motivation for you. And what's interesting is John said you imagine like the buffalo charging down the hill to go knock over a house. You would think that's angry and people think like high testosterone is angry, but actually high testosterone is imperturbable. You cannot get to the person who has high testosterone. Like imagine a guy – we all know somebody who has, you know, who's very masculine, who has very high testosterone. And it's like no matter what you say to the dude, he's just completely unaffected. Guys who have very high testosterone, it's almost like nothing can get to them. I don't know if you guys know who like Chris Kyle is. He was the American sniper. I mean, the dude was just totally even keeled. And like Marcus Luttrell, he was another Navy SEAL who was in Lone Survivor, totally even killed. That's because those guys have super high testosterone. Jo Jocko Willing too. Um, yeah, Jocko's another, a boss. I fucking love Jocko, man. That guy is absolutely like skyrocket fucking testosterone. Probably like 2,000 <laughs> megadecimals per meter per liter, whatever the hell the terminology is. It, it's just thick gobules of testosterone yeah, in his man. bloodstream. He just like, yeah, when that dude comes, dude, it like blows the wall down. He's got to get his <laughs> wall replaced every month. So um, those are some other techniques. Uh, John, do you want to add to that? I also want to hear about food, dude, because you, you know yeah. a lot about food. And I'm, I'm actually taking notes right now while you're talking. So um, if you want to break into that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so real quick. So we've touched upon, there's different, uh, spheres that you can influence to raise your testosterone, right? So like there is obviously the physical, which is food and exercise. And then there's the non-physical, which is the mental, which is like Mark said, you know, building discipline and, uh, you know, being disagreeable. Mm -hmm. Uh, so as for, uh, food, I'd say here's some foods to eat. Uh, so eggs and don't throw out the yolks. So lots of eggs, uh, almonds, nuts, uh, Brazil nuts in particular, I think that some people say it's the selenium. I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't think anyone really knows for sure. But Brazil nuts have been linked, I think, to a 38% increase in testosterone. Damn. Uh, yeah, it's fucking huge. And it's something – it's like two a day. Like it's barely any. So I, I actually have a giant fucking uh, container of Brazil nuts upstairs and they're hard, hard to find. Uh, I only find them at like uh, Whole Foods. How about um, sprouts? I, I, do you guys have sprouts over there on the East Coast? Yeah, we do. I, I fucking love sprouts. Sprouts are great. Um, no, no, no. Not, I mean I sprouts, the, the shopping. Oh, the gets, store? Yeah. Oh, no, we don't. No. Oh, okay. They they have them at sprouts, I'm pretty sure. Okay. You could check because I know I've been to uh, Walmart. I've been to like Safeway and like a lot of places don't have them. No, so Brazil don't. nuts for sure. Okay. Uh, egg yolks, coconut oil, all that different stuff, healthy fats. Uh, sauerkraut is really good. Hmm. Uh, sauerkraut, I have a, a couple of buckets of that stuff in my fridge right now. Uh, and garlic and onions too are great for raising testosterone. Hmm. Uh, 
I uh, browse a lot of like fitness forums, and uh, sometimes they get a little crazy. Like I, I recall, some people were fucking eating an onion a day at one point uh, to try to raise their fucking testosterone, which I don't recommend. Yeah. But um, if you can find sauerkraut that like has, uh, sometimes they'll put like you know different stuff in it to season it and flavor it. So I, I have sauerkraut with uh, garlic, and like some some like other stuff like garlic, uh, like maybe some onions or or whatever in it. That's great. Uh, like pickles too. Um, if you want to get a quick boost in your tea, you can actually get sauerkraut. And what I used to do is I'd, I'd get the sauerkraut and I'd squeeze all the juice out and put it in a glass and just chug it, hmm. um, which sounds gross, but I actually think it's kind of good. It's like a nice, like sweet, salty, refreshing drink. Um, yeah, so there's uh, there's those are some good foods to, to seek out. And then foods to avoid would be anything with soy in it. Uh, hmm. Soy is a major testosterone killer. Uh, be sure to get a water filter too. Uh, so it's kind of crazy to think about, but uh, a lot of the water that you know we have in our municipal tap system or our muni- municipal water filtration system, it doesn't filter out birth control and a lot of other uh, BPAs and things like that that lower testosterone levels. So you want to get a reverse osmosis water filter. That's key. Uh, don't just you know think, oh yeah, I have a Brita, I'm good. No, you want to get a <laughs> yeah. reverse osmosis water filter. Uh, if you so I it's best to get one that you can install just because it's it's more cost efficient. But if you can't get an Alexa Pure and seek out the ones uh, I forget what type of brand it is, but get an Alexa Pure uh, water filter that gets rid of fluoride because fluoride lowers your IQ. Uh, it calcifies your pineal glands and uh, get it'll uh, also get rid of the BPAs and and other chemicals in the water that lower your testosterone. Damn, uh, you what, want to avoid a lot of different stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of shit, dude. What what I do with water is I have um, those five gallon jugs, and then I just go to the supermarket and do that reverse osmosis machine, and I oh, get nice, I nice. get super clean water because I don't like the way faucet water tastes. And even in Colorado, where the water is supposed to be some of the cleanest in the country, it just has a weird taste to it. And to know that they put um, fluoride in it, just it doesn't seem right to me. So I always get I always get the reverse osmosis stuff for yeah. sure. You know, Harvard published a study. Uh, I, I don't think it was like I think it was within the last ten or fifteen years. They published a study that basically found uh, a whole standard deviation link uh, between for IQ and uh, highly fluoridated areas. So, in other words, to put that in perspective, the average human IQ is about a hundred. Uh, the average, basically, to be considered mentally retarded, is seventy-five. Uh, someone like Einstein, I think Einstein was like 150 or, or 160 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, having a, a, you know, drinking water that's high in, in fluoride has been linked to a 15 point decrease in, in IQ, uh, which if you think about like that's that's huge because like 25 points is the difference between average and retarded. So 15 <laughs> points is, is fucking huge. So you want to definitely avoid tap water at all costs. Uh you know, avoid plastics, uh, try to have glass Tupperware, glass everything. And it's, it's kind of crazy how much you have to do just to like live a normal fucking masculine life, you know, but, um, there's a lot of shit you want to avoid, dude. Lots and lots of shit. Yeah. There's also, when you say, you know, there's a lot of shit you have to do just to live a masculine life. Um, there's also a big movement out there about even guys getting criticized for approaching women. And I know yeah. on certain campuses, it's considered sexual assault if you're a stranger and you go up to a woman and speak to her. And I'm really, really, really bothered by that for many reasons. First of which, you know, I'm a seduction coach and I teach guys how to attract women <laughs> by approaching them. But I, I just think that's, I just think it's a very scary direction that our society is going down. If the normal courting process is considered illegal. And instead, people are encouraged to get on like dating websites and just, you know, it just it's becoming so impersonal and and so institutionalized that it's really it's really scary, man. Like some of the things that are happening, especially on college campuses where, you know, liberals and what was it? What was it? Soy joy. What were they called? Soy boys. (laughs) Soy boys, you know, are 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 running shop over there. And it's like if. If they ever got into a fight, man, you just they would just like crumble under the pressure because they're fucking pussies. God, dude, those yeah. guys, man, you just sometimes just want to smack them. Um, but that particularly is really scary, man. Like some of the the safe spaces and the yeah, and don't criticize me because my feelings are gonna get hurt, dude. Life is tough. Like you're gonna yeah. get criticized when everybody gets a trophy. It's just it's teaching you that when you lose, 
you get rewarded for it. But that's not the way that life works, man. Life works is when you lose, you lose. Yeah. So you got to try to be a winner and what you need to teach kids is to learn from their mistakes. If they if they if they lose and they still learn, then that's winning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this I mean, I know I'm going all over the place on this, but it just I gets me so pumped up and so angry to see this just mass pussification and this this ostracizing of masculinity and it's just making us into a society of pussies, man. Yeah. No. Yeah, dude. I I don't. That's one of the reasons why I dropped out is I could just like, so I dropped out. I went to college from, uh, let me think around 2013 to like 2016 or something like that. And, um, I just like, I, I, you know, from what I I've read in the news and what I've seen, it's gotten worse, but like, it just, it it was bad when I was there and and people say it was bad 10, 15 years ago. You know, Mm -hmm. I know a friend who, uh, recently, he went through a uh, a pretty serious like sexual assault allegation, mm. and it's 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 like you said it's it's fucking scary because it's like I mean, like I, I don't understand how people can literally condone like a, a, a an institution, a, a legal institution having control over your social interactions. Mm-hmm. Like like that's not their business, you know. That's that's not their fucking business. Like, and what's stupid too is like. If fucking Chad, the six foot three, uh, big cock football player, walked up to a girl, she'd suck his dick on the spot and wouldn't fucking report him. But some other guy does the same exact same thing, and it, for some reason that can be considered sexual assault if he walks up and talks to her. Mm. So there's just so many like double standards, and um, you know, yeah, man, like I think that's a big part of it too. Is like college campuses are just creating this environment that's like encouraging men to be pussies and a lot of the time it's like restraining men from being men you know um i mean just just with everything in the news nowadays it's fucking crazy dude there's so much anti-masculine sentiment and it's almost like uh you know because for so many years uh you know women were just like you know like guys would drink and get drunk and beat the shit out of women and they would have no recourse and all this Mm. different stuff it's almost like now we've we've gone too far in the opposite direction yep where it's like women are like there's this this like vocal minority of women that just hates fucking men Mm -hmm. and they're just super like anti-male like hate their father just like bad relationships with all men in their life Mm -hmm. and uh you know this this needs to stop man it's like we need to just fucking accept that there's differences between men and women and that's fine. Like masculinity is fine. And and interesting enough too, I want to put this this uh, little piece in there just for all the fucking feminists listening. Like too much – not having enough masculine energy is bad. But at the same time, too much can also be a bad thing too, mm. right? So like if you think of like – you know, if you have a, a civilization of like, like – like basically like a prison where it's like all men. Like there's a reason why prisons are typically, you know, like like more violent. Like, you know, if you have a group of like 500 men and there's like no women, there's no feminine energy to calm that like aggressive masculine energy. Right. So you do need a balance. But like we've come too far and there's not enough masculine energy now and we need to work on that. Well, that's the whole point of our podcast, isn't it? I mean that's why we named it The Unapologetic Man because these days we're asked to be – we're asked to apologize for being men. We're asked to apologize yeah. for being masculine. But I absolutely think you're right. Now, there are certain instances, especially because I'm I'm a generation above John. I'm Generation X, and you're a millennial. I think I'm not quite sure, but anyway, I I'm think 40, so, yeah. I'm 41, so I grew up in the 90s. And you know, back then, I've I saw some shit, man. Like you know, high school date rape, and there was there was a lot of like anti things about women and women should be in the kitchen and and you know no fat girl stickers and and all this stuff like anti anti feminism and it went the other way and right now we're on the extreme swing of something that i think should have happened which was more equality you know masculine and feminine yeah. though different they're equal but what we're what we're experiencing right now is just this anti masculine swing now I think it's going to come back and I think it's going to come back with certain things like this podcast. I think this podcast is helping it, but that's what this podcast is all about. It's not, I'm not going to apologize for being a fucking man. I'm not going to apologize for having testosterone and seeing a cute girl that I want to go talk to. I'm not going to rape her. I'm not going to, I'm not going (laughs) to insult her and do all this shit. I'm just approaching her because I'm a man and it's my masculine purpose to do that. So certainly there needs to be a balance. And I think you're absolutely right to address, you know, some of the feminists that could potentially be listening to this, but we believe there should be a balance. But right now we are swinging way too much. And what, what we're experiencing 
is a weakness that's going on in our society. Did you know that the army and special ops and stuff are having a really hard time finding people who can even qualify, finding yeah. guys who can even qualify for their courses? Yeah. I don't know if you listen to Tim Kennedy stuff, but he's a he's an army ranger and he talks a lot about this like um, recruiting is on a really bad downswing right now because again, there's just too many pussies out there. So are we going to be able to defend our country? Are we going to be able to get you know law enforcement and, and even men in the household that if something goes bump in the night, are they going to send their woman out there to go check it out? Yeah. You know, I don't know about you, but it's like I want to be that man. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go check it out. Hey, stay here. I'm going to go take care of this. Like when I'm with my girl, I protect her. I know that if something pops off, I have the ability to protect her because I train as a man. I raise my testosterone. I lift weights. I learn to fight. I do the things that as men we're supposed to do. But a lot of times you'll see these like, especially in college, you'll see these college kids. You're like, which one's the girl? <laughs> or <laughs> which one's the guy? Did you just assume her gender? <laughs> I did. I did. That type I'm of sorry. Shit. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry about that. I did uh, assume it. <laughs> so, you know, and then dude, like what was it? I was on this website the other day. I get um, non-whey protein. So I go to vega, V-E-G-A.com and I was filling out a survey and it says, what oh. gender do you relate with? And I was like, come on, man. Like, okay, I get it. You know, we should be accepting of like transgender and stuff like that. But it's just swinging so far to the wrong side. And we're having so many more problems because of it that it's it's a little bit scary and that's the point of this podcast man is we're bringing it back to center and that's where we want to be guys we're not trying to like be pro-masculine fuck bitches go rape everybody let's fuck shit up no we want equality right in the middle yeah good if you're a that's, man that's, good if you're a someone's woman. gonna take that sound clip out of out of fucking context and, and just like we're gonna have some article on CNN, like the old, the uh, unapologetic man podcast. Go rape bitches and fuck shit up. That's all they're gonna hear is like a two second clip. Yeah, I hope so, because like that means <laughs> yeah, we we'll made get it. Get a shit ton of viewers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but on that on that note too, as you guys start to uh, develop your masculinity, it's kind of interesting. You'll notice two different responses from two different general types of girls. Hmm. So. Uh, the first type is like a normally emotional, like ha emotionally healthy girl, mm -hmm. and they'll love it. They'll be more attracted oh, yeah. to you, even if they uh, don't, you know, fucking want to have sex with you. Maybe for whatever reason, like they'll still like you. They'll respect you for it, uh, and that's great. You'll get a lot of that. But then there's this like other group of girls, which is like the the like really far left, like feminazi types, mm -hmm. and you'll get simultaneously you'll get like attraction but hatred from them mm -hmm. at the same time yeah you notice that mark it's like oh, the yeah. weirdest thing it's like yeah. they walk up to you and like you can feel that they're attracted but it's like yeah. you also feel like it's like if i say something or like do something that's too masculine they're gonna like fucking pop off and like lecture me yep you can you can feel that like weird like internal divide so just so you guys know like you know, just because you're getting uh, girls like that doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. It's just kind of like a side effect of becoming more masculine is more women like that might challenge you. But that's the thing about women, right, is their emotions are far stronger than their rationale. So <laughs> while they're attracted to you and they're rationally hating you because you're a man, you're actually being a man, they might hate you rationally, but <laughs> you could still have sex with still girls like wet. that. Yeah, it still gets wet because the emotional <laughs> channel is is far more powerful. So again, yeah. women will act on their emotions and then rationalize it later. So a uh, feminazi might still have sex with you, but she's going to hate you afterwards big time. Yeah, it's it's really good like angry hate sex too. Oh, it's good stuff. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, could talk about feminazis for for a while, but um Yeah, those are that. those are the two types of girls that you're you're going to meet guys. Yeah, for and, sure. And and when when approaching when approaching a woman, I would not be afraid whatsoever of of getting lashed out at because you're too masculine. I mean, honestly, I really haven't experienced that so much. And when I have, well, dude, I texted you the other night, John. What did I say to that one girl? Um, so John, to give you guys a little backstory, John and I have this thing where we try to where we say some pretty assholey things to girls just to kind of see what kind of response we get and to also mm -hmm. test test our own comfort level, right? Because uh, saying something somewhat challenging, some girls will laugh to it and some girls will get really pissed off. In my case, this girl got really pissed off at me, but I just wanted to say it to see what she would do. And I said, um, I said, hey, um, 
you know, you might want to tuck your ass in. It's so big, you might trip somebody who's walking by. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I remember and, dude, like, yeah, she yeah. looks at me and she's like, fuck you. And I just like I just laughed. I was just like, relax. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Can't take a joke, dude. And, relax. And the thing with those girls too is like they always have some sort of an underlying problem. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I remember I uh, that reminds me of something that happened recently. So like within the last week, probably I uh, matched with this like really hot girl on Tinder, and uh, got her Snapchat. And she posted some, you know, and obviously like she was interested in me because like you know she wouldn't have given me her fucking she wouldn't have swiped right and given me her snap to begin with. So the the vibe was sexual to begin with. But um, she uh, posted something like about like, oh, like I have homemade tacos on Snapchat and like it was, it was like something like I'm eating tacos tonight with the girls or whatever. And I like messaged her. I was like, oh, yeah, like I, I love to eat tacos, too, or something. And she literally she was like, fuck you. And then she blocked. Me. <laughs> so I was like, OK, like that's that's a good sign that like I'm glad I said that because that means yeah. that she was one of those like negative toxic girls who cannot handle a like joke. a man who's just like making a joke like that, yeah. you know. And, and what's what's there's nothing to be afraid of because literally that's the worst girls will do is they'll look up at you and be like, fuck you. And yeah. <laughs> what did we both do? I just walked off and John just signed off. So what's yeah. the big whoop? You know, you're not going to get hurt, but you're going to attract so many more girls by being masculine and getting in your masculine energy mm-hmm. and having the balls to do these kinds of things. Like in previous podcasts, uh, John and I have spoken about how we like to troll girls and we like to say, you know, sometimes these controversial things just to get a rise out of them because we're entertaining yeah. ourselves and and also to see to see where that line is drawn because honestly – had I said to a different girl, possibly the next girl, hey, you know, you might want to tuck in your ass because you're liable to – it's like a tripwire. You're going to trip somebody who's trying to walk by. She could have been like, like, oh my god, you're such a dick and then boom, immediate attraction. So um, basically the point we're trying to make here is is you should try to push the line as far as you can and – don't worry about pissing off girls because even if they do get pissed, the worst you're going to get is an F you out of it. But when, you, when you're when you in your masculine energy, you're there to entertain yourself, you're decisive, you're confident, um, that's going to get so much more attraction than just being a pussy and being afraid of saying things to like a feminazi. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, man. Want to wrap it up? I don't know. What are we at? 41 minutes? You don't have anything more? I want to learn um, more, man. Testosterone. Let's do it. Yeah, we could probably talk a lot about this. Hold I mean, me so see. there's obviously the the four spheres of life. Oh, one thing that uh that our our coach said, Mark, that I thought was really interesting is he said that uh, masculine energies don't suffer from depression. True. Yeah, and he that's said that because too. depression. So the opposite of depression isn't happiness; it's direction. Because if you think about it, like when you're depressed, what what is it like? What's the feeling? It's like I don't know what to do. Right. Like there's a lack of direction. But the second you have direction in your life and a purpose and a, a will to go somewhere, it's like all of a sudden that depression just disappears. And that's because masculine energy is that will that just pushes you to do things like, mm-hmm. you know, like Mark said, like set goals. Um, so what I like to do for goal setting is uh, first of all, you have to actually be serious about setting them. Right? Like a lot of people just kind of set them and they just don't don't look at them. Like you have to look at them every day like – Really, you know, uh, set goals that you're serious about that mean something to you. And I have uh, two time frames that I focus on. So, well, more than that, really, but uh, two main time frames. So, 67 days, or, or you know, two months, roughly, because I think that's like a good, uh, you know, shorter but like a little bit longer term period to focus on, and then 18 months. Hmm. Uh, you know, and so each day I'll like create a list of goals, uh, and I do it the day before, by the way. So, like, I, I plan the next day always before. And, uh, you know, I always ask myself, like, okay, are these – is accomplishing these goals going to bring me closer to my uh, 18-month goals? And if the answer is no, then just don't do it. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. And I wanted to say something too that when you're in your masculine energy, you're going to have missions, kind of like what John says. You have a purpose. You can't get depressed because you're on a mission. And what's interesting is look at the word remission. Somebody gets cancer and then it goes into remission. Oftentimes that refers to them getting another mission, getting some purpose in life. And that's why you see retirees who will retire. They no longer have a purpose in life. They no longer have a mission and they get sick and they die. But that guy who who still has a purpose and who's still getting after it, he's going to live to be 110 and he's going to stay alive until his son comes and sees him because that's his mission to stay alive until his son comes over. So so having that mission not only keeps you in your masculine energy, but it, it'll keep you out of depression. So the title of this podcast is Why a Lack of Masculinity is the Root Cause of All Your Problems. 
well, the lack of masculinity means you probably don't have a mission and you're just floating through life as a as a floating turd, as John said uh, a couple podcasts ago that I thought was pretty funny. But it's really true. You know what I mean? When you have purpose, when you have drive, when you know when you're going, that's all masculine energy because masculine energy is towards energy. Feminine energy is away from energy. And away from energy is I'm afraid of needles or away from energy is I don't want to get in a car accident. Towards energy is I'm driving fast to keep the car accidents behind me. Toward, <laughs> towards energy is I want to accomplish this goal because I want to be a pimp. I'm not accomplishing this goal because I want to avoid misery. And so masculine energy is always towards, always going, going, going. You don't even think about getting sick. You don't think about um, any calamity whatsoever because you're focused so much on your goals that again, everything's in your rearview mirror and you're just hauling to ass down that freeway being masculine, going after what you want, and that includes women. You see a girl you want to meet, go talk to her, man. Don't just go stand next to her with your back to her and hope that you'll bump into her and some kind of interaction will ensue. Go talk to her and make her laugh and get this attraction going. And this is a good time for me to tell you about my program. It's called The Approach Formula. And you can go ahead and grab it at gettheapproachformula.com. Now, what this thing is, is it's basically a formula for how to approach women in these ways that actually build attraction. And it's based on 10,000 approaches of both me and my team over probably 10 to 15 years, approach after approach after approach. We figured out a formula of what works and we documented it into this program. It's called gettheapproachformula.com. I typically sell it for 33 bucks, but since you're a champion who's been listening to the Unapologetic Man podcast for 46 minutes now, you can go ahead and grab it for 10 measly Dollars. That's less than you're going to spend on lunch tomorrow, and I guarantee you it's going to be well worth it. And we give you keys, we give you techniques, we give you secrets that you're going to go up and you're going to get attraction from this girl. You're going to get her to suggest exchanging numbers, and she's going to be sitting by her phone at home waiting for you to text her excitedly. And um, that again is at gettheapproachformula.com. Um, John, did you want to go ahead and uh, tell us about your products? Yeah, so I've got a few on the market right now. First one is seven strategies to develop your masculinity. And uh, if you feel like a lot of things in this podcast are resonating with you and you feel like you just don't have high testosterone levels, you're afraid to talk to girls, you're afraid to just, you know, be that fucking charging alpha alpha male uh, big ball buffalo, just charging like a freight train. If you feel like that's you, then your problem is most likely a lack of masculinity. Mm. And my ebook, Seven Strategies to Develop Your Masculinity, is exactly what I created to fix that. It's uh, got four free bonuses with it right now. If you click on the link down below, you can check them out. It's changed thousands of guys' lives. I've gotten so many emails. I get an email at least every day from guys just saying, you know, thank you so much for this product. It's amazing. It's changed my life, et cetera, et cetera. I have a girlfriend now. I don't feel lonely and hopeless now. I feel amazing. I feel like I have hope. Um, and so that's the uh, that's kind of the first product I'd recommend for guys to start with just because it's it's going to fix your masculinity. It's going to get that in order, get you you know having more confidence, more assertiveness, just go after what you want in life. It's just a great overall thing to have and I highly recommend you check it out. So click the link down below and uh, check it out. My second product is Body of an Alpha, which is basically how to develop the physique that uh, will drive women crazy when they look at you. Um, it's funny because I just upload a few pictures of myself on Tinder and I get like girls messaging me first and, and tons of girls swiping right. And uh, it's all from that fucking Body of an Alpha ebook. I cover how to raise testosterone. The workout is specifically designed to make the most attractive male physique that communicates vitality and health and energy and dominance and just masculinity. And it just drives girls crazy. I cover everything from your workout routine uh, to the nutrition that you need to know to supplements including black market supplements, legal supplements, pre-workouts, whey protein, uh, multivitamins, every fucking thing you need to know is in that ebook. So check it out. It's called Body of an Alpha. It also comes with two free bonuses, really three if you include the uh, alpha male chat that you're going to get involved to, that you're going to get invited to and involved in. Uh, so click on the link down below and check that out. And then lastly is Bitcoin Millionaire. Uh, so for anyone who doesn't know, I've been investing since I turned 18, and I've been heavily investing uh, in swing trading cryptocurrencies for the last uh, about a year and a half to two years. And uh, since then, I've learned how to create a six-figure income from trading. And uh, unfortunately, there aren't any slots available 
in this program right now because it's all personalized. I walk everyone through what to do. You literally just copy what I do. I update you the second that I make a trade, the second that I sell something or buy something, you're going to get updated immediately. Uh, so there's not any spots right now, but if you keep an eye on the page, every now and then I'll post an opening. If, if I have to kick a student out, I actually had to do that recently because uh, he was trying to – he was stealing some of my secrets and telling other people and I wasn't okay with that. So <laughs> check it out. It's uh, down in the comment or in the uh, description uh, down below. Uh, yeah, so seven strategies to develop your masculinity, body of an alpha, and Bitcoin millionaire. And uh, yeah, anything else you want to add, Mark? I do. I do want to add one more thing. Um, so – one of the one of the factors of being masculine is having what's called a growth mindset, and a growth mindset is where you see your failure failures as a learning opportunity. You want to work with people who are better than you so you can improve, and your confidence is from within, and you don't rely on outside circumstances to dictate how you feel about yourself. And a quick example of this is, um, I recently moved. And I thought the only gym in my area was Planet Fitness, which is absolute fucking garbage. But I thought it was the only gym in my area. And I literally – what the hell was that? My fault. That was my computer. <laughs> Pop up. I was like, dude, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Do we have new music for the podcast? I'm, I'm psyched, bro. Done. Um, okay, so I, I joined Planet Fitness and I was I felt like a big fish in a small pond. And recently I was driving the street and I saw a gold gym. I saw a gold gym and I was like, oh my God, I have to change over. So I canceled my membership at Planet Fitness. I went to Gold's gym. And as you guys know, the guys in Gold's gym are huge. I was in there lifting today and I was literally the smallest guy in there. But because I have a growth mindset, I would rather be in that environment where I'm the little guy because I know being around the big guys is going to make me better. But if I'm the big guy and I'm around all these fat girls and these little guys, it's going to drag me down. So fat girls and story boys. <laughs> exactly. So part of having a masculine mindset is putting yourself in positions where you grow. Now you're listening to this podcast and you've been listening for 51 minutes. So you're obviously interested in growing. So I definitely think you are on the right path. So keep at it. Keep self self development as your your core uh, motivation. And just, you know, practice some of the things that we've been saying. I mean, John released tons of good information. I even took notes on this. I'm going to start changing my diet up a little bit to increase my testosterone. But keep that in mind, man. A growth mindset is be the small fish in a big pond because those big fish are going to make you bigger. So yeah. that's kind of the closing statement I want to make on this. We really appreciate you guys listening. This has been Podcast 7. We will come out with Podcast 8 either later this week or next Tuesday. John, do you have anything you want to say wrapping up? No, just uh, check out the description down below. All the information you guys need is down there. And yeah, just focus on developing your masculinity because that is the root cause of all your problems. Absolutely. So, with that in mind, I guess we'll see you guys next time. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Talk soon. Yep. Peace. Just a second. And we're off.